We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Now, it's Gabe time. Gabe Kuhn. Gabe Kuhn was one of the great little trivial nuggets in all football bios. His grandfather was the inventor of the Easy Bake Oven. Like a boss. The best lineman on the radio. Well, the only lineman on the radio. It's Gabe time. Game time. We're ready. The Gabe Kuhn Show. 92.9 FM ESPN. Happy Monday. Welcome in. July 10th, 2023. Opening night of Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. So you know what we're doing in small talk. We're going to do some Tom Cruise Top 5. But welcome into the Gabe Kuhn Show. I am your host, Gabe Kuhn, on Twitter at G underscore Kuhn. 71, former Memphis Tiger offensive lineman. I am alongside the executive producer of the Gabe Kuhn Show, who is not going to the theater tonight, which is surprising. That would be Connor Dunning on Twitter at cdunning929. Connor, what's the word, bro? I know, major upset. Ma- major upset. I saw past lives yesterday. I mean, it was a minus 1,000 you were going to be at the I'm hooping. I, I got a hoop tonight. I got invited to a pickup game, so I'm going to be hooping as soon as the show's over. I didn't I'm going to try invite. to catch it. Try to catch it Tuesday. No invite for me. Huh? I don't know. You didn't show up last time. What do you mean? Oh, you want to get into this right when, now? You want to do this on air? Yeah, you want to do this on air? When did I get invited? I, uh, maybe last time I, we hooped, we I, invited you. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Kind of like we invited you to trivia that one night, <laughs> and you also didn't show up then. Huh. I wonder why I didn't invite you. All right. Hey, well, <laughs> next time, if I get the invite, if you extend the invite, I will be there. I will be there. You're more than welcome I'll to come tonight. I'll be one for four at that point. You though. are I'll more be one than welcome for four. to come tonight. Really? Yeah. Okay. Literally right after the show, I'm going. Okay. Well, I might have to take you up on that. But we have three hours to talk on the way, courtesy of 92.9 FM ESPN and yours truly. Connor, you, you've never seen me hoop, man. I'm no. 300 pounds. I've used heard, to be about 220 at the peak. It. At the peak of my uh, powers. It, it, but here's a problem. You get into, especially full court, which I would assume is what y'all are doing. You get into like that third, fourth game, I start to become a shell of myself. Does that thing happen to you where you're running a lot and then you stop running and you can feel your heartbeat in your face and you think you're about to pass out? Yes. Yeah, that happens yep. to me a lot. Yeah, yeah, that happens. Yes. So I'll start walking up and down the floor. <laughs> I'll give you more effort. When I get tired, I give more effort on the defensive and the offense. Listen, as long as you're getting that's, rebounds. That's helpful. <laughs> Defensive rebounds. I am not. See, I I'll follow my own shot. I don't follow anybody else's shot. See, that drives me that. insane. Yeah. See, I. But that's not. It's not for me. You don't want to see. You're me. the biggest guy on the court. <laughs> you should have 20 <laughs> rebounds. You need to see. Come on, man. I. But here's the problem. Is like back in back in my day, right? When I was really playing some basketball. When I was really hooping. In high school, I was sort of that. I played that stretch four type. I was okay. that archetype. I, I wasn't. See that. I mean, I still got rebounds on the defensive end, but I was more. I mean, I'm stretching out to the three point line, doing that type of thing. I'm a dirty work guy. I get in there. I'm scrappy. Yes, I defend. And, I get those rebounds. I'll hit a three. And your fouls, you you can get your fouls up. And you, here's the thing about open run. Just like summer league, you don't have to worry about how many fouls you're giving out. That is true. So that's <laughs> nice. That's nice. But we do have those three hours to talk. I'm going to open here on the Northwestern hazing scandal that dropped on Friday. Feels like Northwestern really tried to uh, hide this in a lot of ways. They're hiding behind their private uh, their, their their designation as a private institution 
to seemingly not give out details. Doesn't seem like that's going to be the case, but I will I will give you the particulars here in just a moment. Alongside, it was kind of a scandalous weekend, wasn't it, with Bob Huggins? Bob Huggins, we know, uh, not too long ago, got pulled over for DUI, didn't know where he was in the world. It was in, I mean... <sighs> We're talking about uh, uh, apparently his his what was his, his his daughter said he was a recycling guy, so that's why he had all the beer cans in a trash in a in a garbage bag in his uh, a cycling his or what, what was recycling. It, a recycling enthusiast. Yeah, he's a recycling enthusiast, so that's why he had all that. But he also did blow what a point two one. So yeah, he's also a that. drinking enthusiast. Um, the the West Virginia, I think June seventeenth, put out a statement the the day after that, and it, they said it was from Bob Huggins where he said he was going to resign effective immediately, he has pushed back against that along with his, uh, his lawyers, and they are threatening to sue West Virginia if he doesn't get reinstated as the coach immediately. I, strange, very strange situation. Also, we'll have some summer league. We'll talk about Wimby, who's been shut down for good reason. I'll give, I'll give the Spurs you know, the benefit of the doubt here. Shut him down. We saw what he could do, 27-12 and 12 last night, and then you know, between the Britney Spears incident – and game one in summer league, him getting completely slandered for only having what five points. I, I don't blame them. They saw what he could do. He just got off of a season in France where he played all the way into the finals. Let him let him take his time off for at least a little bit. We'll talk about summer league. We'll talk about the Grizzlies as well. Um, as far as guests are concerned, five o'clock. Jeff Calkins makes his return. He's a day early. He's a day early back from his uh, his hiatus. We will talk to him about what he's been up to as well as what he has missed. Derrick Rose. Um, Grizzlies in general. We'll talk about Mikey Williams. And also probably considering what the, the move he just made, uh, stepping back from sports and uh, going to uh, still remain the columnist at Dave Memphian, we do have some uh, pretty massive news from the New York Times. Did you see this today, Connor? Disbanding their sports department. And they're gonna I ask did not those see sport, that. They're going to ask their sports folks to cover, cover other things, but they did make that uh, – Purchase of the athletic. Oh, so wow. So I guess they're leaning on the athletic now for most of their uh, sports coverage. So that's going to be an interesting thing to talk with uh, Jeff about. At 6 o'clock, live from Vegas, we'll bring on DeMichael Cole, talk some Grizzlies, um, and just about everything, all the happenings. He said he uh, he said he tweeted out this uh, his first day in Vegas. He got into an Uber at 3.02 a.m., which is that's a struggle in itself. Um, but he got in the Uber, and the Uber driver said it's a little bit, a little early to be calling it a night, huh? And I, I, I would disagree. I'd push back against that. That's that's way past bedtimes. So. Way past. Yes, but we'll talk to uh, to Michael about the happenings, <laughs> movings, and shakings there in Vegas. Also, on on some Memphis Tiger basketball news, Mikey Williams court case delayed again. I first time it got delayed, you thought okay maybe there's something that they have now that it's gotten delayed again. It has gotten delayed all the way into September um, when the when school starts and school will be all underway. Um, they'll, they'll be thinking about getting into camp at that point. I don't know if this is a, if I can put a positive spin on this one, but we'll see. We'll see. I'll give you my thoughts around 5.30, then we'll hop into the Blitz. Plenty to get to there. We have a bunch of Tigers playing in Summer League. You can't, you can't watch a Summer League game without seeing a, a, at least somebody in a Tiger that used to be in a Tiger uniform. Whether it be Jalen Duran, James Wiseman, Amani Bates, Landers, Nollies playing off the bench. Like there's a there's a lot of guys out there. Um, but when we hop into the blitz, I'll tell you who really has caught my eye. Um, and he 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 caught my eye at Memphis. But what he's doing in summer league right this second is just impressive as hell. And we'll have small talk at the end of the second hour. And Mission Impossible, I, I mentioned it off the top of the show, comes out tonight. Dead Reckoning Part One. Uh, if you go to Rotten Tomatoes, it is the top rated. Top rated uh, on the tomato meter at this moment. So I don't know if it will replace, once we see it, if it will replace our, our top of our list. But it, it, has, it, has some, uh, it has some good reviews thus far. Remember, I, 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 need to, I need to clarify for people out there. This is our favorite top Tom Cruise movies. Not what we think is, her, is his best. It's our favorite top five yes, favorite. Tom Cruise. So it's going to be, it'll be but, difficult I mean, to knock best, off number one but, for me. But at the same time, like best and favorite can sure. coincide pretty substantially. Certainly. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, there is that. That's the show for you today. And I have to start here with the Northwestern hazing scandal. This really came out on Friday. They tried to do the old Friday news dump on us, Connor. Pat Fitzgerald is being suspended two weeks outside of football season for an alleged hazing scandal that has happened over the years under his watch. Um, also, on top of the two weeks, 
He will get no more off-campus practices in the Kenosha, Wisconsin, where they go for camp and do some things off-campus in Kenosha, uh, where supposedly some of these hazing issues, incidents happen. And uh, they will have a monitor for the football locker room uh, that is someone who doesn't report to Pat Fitzgerald or his staff. So they're trying to see what actually happens behind the scenes um, and, and sort of cut out the, the middleman there. Um, I, I, can't, I can't begin to sort of understand what has really transpired here because there's so much alleged and not a lot that's been fully proven or shown to be proven by the Northwestern uh, sort of details that they've put out. The only details we know for sure, for certain, is that on November 30th, 2022, Northwestern received an anonymous email alleging hazing within the program, and then they hired an outside law firm to investigate. And they interviewed 50 affiliated with the program, 50 people affiliated with the program over the years. Those are the only details we really know. Now, the Friday news dump, they tried to do this whole thing, um, and they didn't provide the details about what was fully alleged and what was fully discovered. And I think that's an awful play. I think that was an awful play by Northwestern because many times when folks get the idea that you're trying to cover something up, we've seen this with the NFL relatively recently with all, I mean, all the incident with Dan Snyder and everything. When, when people see that you're trying to cover something up rather than being transparent up front, public pressure usually becomes substantially bigger. And I think, too, when you look at the suspension, the suspension itself is pretty bizarre, right? It's two weeks outside of football season itself. So basically the Northwestern higher-ups are saying, we're taking it seriously, but equally we're taking it unseriously because there's no games involved, and you're basically giving Fitzgerald in the summer a two-week hiatus to stay away from the football program. It's just strange. Now, while players varied on their perspective with these 50 interviews, um, they, they varied their perspective on the conduct it still was determined that the complainant's claims, again, on November 30th, 2022, were largely supported by the evidence gathered, um, including separate and consistent first-person accounts from current and former players. And this is also worth noting, the investigation did not discover sufficient evidence to believe that the coaching staff knew about the ongoing, ha- ongoing hazing conduct. They determined, however, that there had been significant opportunities to discover and report the hazing Conduct. The conduct itself, if true, and if discovered within everything that has happened, is disgusting. It's disgusting. We, we've had a, a lot of hazing incidents that have happened over the years, but this one has to do with naked quarterback snaps, naked locker room dry humping of freshman players, among other things. Um, now, granted, there's only a couple of anonymous former players that have detailed it, but if it is true... This deserves more than a two-week hiatus if this is something that uh, Pat Fitzgerald knew about and did not report on. Now, according to Adam Rittenberg, friend of the show, uh, have had him on a few times, um, a current player claims that the former player who initiated the investigation told him of a plan to take down Fitzgerald and that, quote, the sole goal was to see Coach Fitz rot in jail. Then he went on to say that the truth is that none of these things transpired in their locker room. Um, this, this, this really has some long, if true consequences for that Northwestern program at Pat Fitzgerald, Pat Fitzgerald, if, if you've been following along in his career, he is as respected a coach as you can find in college football. Um, he's at his alma mater and they respect him for that. Uh, he has still remained despite sort of the lack of resources and the issues that you could have in recruiting at Northwestern, he's been very, very competitive on the field. Um, they still have the education first mentality. He's not working with the same resources. He really is a statue coach at Evanston. And depending on how all this ends, that could change dramatically. Dramatically. Um, and, and I think ultimately this is another example of the more you try to hide, the more public pressure there is to uncover the truth. Northwestern made an effort to sort of thread the needle here, to get out of the news cycle quickly. But clearly, that's not going to work. They're hiding behind their private uh, designation as an institution to not release the information that they have gathered through the, through the law firm that they, uh, they brought in to do the investigation ultimately. But if you, if you start to read into what has transpired here, 
The investigation started November 30th. Complainants, accusations were largely supported. I mean, these are all things that are, that are fact that have been released by the institution so far. And then now, with those two things, only a two-week suspension outside of football season, there needs to be someone that steps up and tells us more. Now, the school newspaper has done a whole lot of reporting on this. Uh, they've, they've reached out to those uh, anonymous sources that are the two anonymous sources that are telling everyone what has happened behind closed doors as far as hazing is concerned. But at some point, Northwestern's going to have to step up and release their findings uh, because this, this has spiraled out of control on them where I don't think they thought it would. Right. You know, I think that there is a <clears throat> just straight up, I've been through hazing. You know, right. I, I experienced it. I was in a fraternity at an SEC school, and there was a hazing scandal when I was there with our fraternity. Um, these things can cross a line very quickly. Very Hell quickly. yes, absolutely. And in my opinion, as someone who's been through hazing, there's zero place for it. It does nothing. It does nothing. All it does, it, 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 it's, there's no real point to it. It, it. All it is is for upperclassmen to be able to laugh at freshmen. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois and younger people, and it causes strife. It causes groups to form. People hate each other after it. Some things that were done to people that were around me, is, or I, I can't say them on air. It's disgusting. So every time I hear of a hazing scandal, especially one that goes as far as some of these claims, it makes my stomach sick. It's awful. Um, one of the quotes that really standed out to me was that – the current Northwestern player that kind of went to bat for coach, if you want to say, yeah. saying. And then, but, but to be honest, there's a lot of them on Twitter that have sure, said, I can't. Of course they are. I've never seen anything what like else are this they happen. Say? Right. What else are going to say? Yeah, we did all that stuff. Duh. Of course they're going to deny it. The, here's the quote. Because you said that they, that they claim that nothing has ever happened in the locker room, right? Yes. Then why would one of them say that Fitzgerald stays out of the locker room telling players it belongs to them? Those two quotes cannot be, yep. those two quotes cannot be true at the same time. Yep. One of those quotes can be true. Either stuff is happening in a locker room and he doesn't know what's happening in there or nothing's happening in the locker room. So which one is it? Yep. I agree. Like there's levels to hazing, right? There's like when I was at the University of Memphis, they got all the freshmen up up front and you had to sing Buying a song, dinner, you had to singing, dance. things like that. That type those of thing. Are like, above that's board. fine. But when we're talking about naked snaps, naked quarterback, when it, when it becomes physical, center done. exchange, talking about dry humping freshmen and pinning them down, like some of the things that have been Discussed here are just heinous. They're and awful, awful, and and this is I, I don't know what's in the water in Big Ten country, but this has got it. This is getting ridiculous. I mean, the amount of we're talking about sexual assault, sexual misconduct, sexual harassment, um, everything that happened at Penn State with, with you know with with uh, Joe Pa and and everything else with uh, 
Sandusky. We have the uh, incident. Larry Nasser just got stabbed in prison. Larry Nasser at Michigan State. Uh, Penn State had a hazing incident a couple years ago that got swept under a rug. The Big Ten has to get this all together. It has been strange what happens there. I, I don't get what why these things happen so often uh, under the nose of athletic directors and coaches in the Big Ten. I don't. I don't get it. But again, there is a there's a line that you cannot cross when it comes to certain hazing, and it feels like it was crossed here. Now, I I just look at at what Northwestern has uncovered. This is a higher learning institution. Uh, generally speaking, they take these kind of things very seriously. But the fact that they're not releasing all the information on an investigation that started last November, that tells me there's something that they're not telling us, and they have to tell us quickly. And I don't know what that means for Pat Fitzgerald, that athletic department as a whole. This could end badly. This really could. To me, it seems like, just based on the quotes and the way some of the current players have rallied around the team and the coach, it all feels very organized. And usually where there's smoke, there's fire with hazing incidents. It feels like, to me, a coordinated PR play by Northwestern to be like, none of this stuff, because all their quotes are contradictory. Yep. It's, it's a uniformed front, but they're saying different things. Like I said, either something happened in the locker room that he just doesn't know about, or it never happened. It can't be both. You know what I mean? And, so, and also, like again, like if you just go back to the quote um, that they put in, in some of the details they released, Northwestern, uh, you have players saying nothing ever happened, and then they also say, the investigation did not, or the investigation, uh, it said while players ba- varied on their perspectives of the conduct, it was determined that the complainant's claims were largely supported by the evidence gathered. Something transpired. I don't know how many times it transpired. I don't know when, where, the whole nine yards, but something happened here well, that we have to get to the bottom of. And specifically with the Gatorade shake challenge, one of them is saying, well, it never happened. And then one of them is saying, well, I never saw someone violently throw up. And it's like, which one is it? So what happened? Like, it's, they're, they're just so contradictory about what they're saying. If, if you can't tell, hazing incidents, touch, they touch, yeah, they touch no, something. I, it's, they, uh, they should. They, they drive should. me insane because there's no place for it outside of sing a song, buy some dinner, yes. we're going to put popcorn in your car. The harmless yes. pranks, when they're, when they're pranks, sure. Anything physical, though, that make people sick, throwing up, hitting people, making them get naked, anything like that, it's it's ridiculous. There's zero point for it. It doesn't build morale. It, do, it doesn't make you feel part of this club. It only it only I've always builds found it, resentment. Connor, i got to be honest. I've always found it so strange it's why, so why people go to those lengths to sort of initiate it's someone. It's so stupid. I don't get that. I've never understood that in the slightest. You're causing irreparable harm to that person's psyche going forward. Like, I I just, I've never understood going to those lengths to try to jump someone in, if you will. It's just stupid. It's stupid. Now, what happened to me is what should happen to you. (laughs) Shut up. Yeah, now we'll see uh, the the, the reporting here, what Northwestern does in response, but they have, uh, uh, they have been, they have covered this and handled this, in my opinion, and I think in most people's opinion, less than ideally. Yeah. I, trying to do it sort of in the, the Friday news dump when everything's coming out, when Wimby's about to play, and trying to just sort of hide it, let it let it go off into the night. That's not going to work. It's not going to work. So they're going to have to cough up more information, and, and probably in a, in a pretty timely manner. Shout out to student journalism, man. They did a great job on this. A great What's job What's it, the Daily this? Northwestern? Yeah. That, they have done a good job. They really have. And they, their student reporters have tried to go get all of the and, – and honestly, here's the thing that I, I do respect about what they're doing. They're trying to get every side of this thing. I mean, there's not that many complainants. There's only two that have been willing to really step up and, and provide the information. Um, but they're getting, they're getting the, the, the players as well on the other side that say none of this happened. But the, the truth lies somewhere in the middle. The truth lies somewhere in the middle, and they're going to have to get to it. Um, now, also, I talked about it being a scandalous weekend. Bob Huggins is claiming he never signed a resignation letter and never communicated a resignation to anyone at West Virginia. And now him and his legal team are demanding West Virginia reinstate him or else he will sue them. I don't get it. For what? I don't, Bob, you <laughs> did this to yourself, man. You were on Cincinnati radio, dropped the, the, the F word twice, twice. When you, likely you knew you were on air, live on air. I know some people will 
try to dispute that and give him excuses as to why he said it. But he used a anti-gay slur twice, not once, but twice on Cincinnati radio. And then, not but, what, two weeks, three weeks later, he blew a .21 in a breathalyzer test and didn't know where he was in the world. Driving around with empty beer cans in his car, why do you think that you're going to get your job back? Why do you think West Virginia is in any place to reinstate you? Ultimately, they could just say he's fired. Now, there is a letter from Huggins' legal team to West Virginia's president saying that Huggins' resignation was incredibly based on a text message from Coach Huggins' wife. But I'll I'll go back to this, and I, I don't know if this is from Bob Huggins himself, but... This was from West Virginia's athletic department. They put out a statement on June 17th, the day after he got caught for DUI. Mountaineer Nation, today I have submitted a letter to President Gordon Gee and Vice President and Director of Athletics Ren Baker informing them of my resignation and intention to retire as head men's basketball coach at West Virginia University, effective immediately. At the bottom, it is signed sincerely, Bob Huggins. Now, I tend to think this was Bob Huggins putting it out because why did it take so long for him and his legal team to get together to say you should reinstate me right this second? I feel like this was put out by by Bob Huggins himself, but again, I could be wrong on that. But for Bob Huggins to do what he's doing is despicable. What he's doing to his assistant, now interim head coach, uh, Josh Eilert, is despicable. He's got to get together and figure all these things out right now. He's got to understand what his roster is going to look like What's going to be held over their head with all of this nonsense going on? Is this supposed to be his assistant, probably his friend behind the scenes, and he is screwing him? Right. He's screwing him. And also, we know Ren Baker. Ren Baker was here at Memphis for a while, and he's been trying to get to that athletic department uh, to be the athletic director at the top of a Power 5 school for a long time. What he's doing to Ren Baker in that athletic department is gross. It's despicable. I don't think ultimately he's going to get his job back, but he just wants to uh, wants a payout. He wants a payout when he's been paid millions and millions and tens of millions of dollars over the years. Like just to to sort of, quite frankly, blackmail, extort West Virginia in, in somewhat of a legal manner is what he's trying to do. It's nasty, and and I it it, it makes me through this process despise him more. I don't get I don't get the end goal here. It's just to make money. You're not going to get reinstated as the coach. If you're just trying to make money on top of what you've made and accrued throughout your long coaching career, I just think that's nasty and, and worthy of, of slander. It's worthy of going after you. There is no one else to blame in this situation except himself. It's not it's not their fault that you decided to drink and drive. It's not their fault that you decided to drop the F bomb on live radio twice. Uh, you know, if anything, they um, they let him go out gracefully a little bit. You know, yeah. If I were them now, I'd be like, okay, you're fired. <laughs> like that. If uh, is that easy? There for is you? something to be said about if they sort of forged a statement on his behalf, but I don't think that was, that that was not the case. I that was. I don't I, like that. That would be incredibly dumb of an institution to do to lie and put the name of the coach on a statement that he did not, you know, agree to. Right. Like That would be dumb on their behalf. I can't see that being the case. But June 17th, he put out a damn, supposedly, put out a, a resignation letter. I'm just, I'm with you here. What's the end game? To get more money? Like, that's, dude, it's your fault. <laughs> like, it, there's no one else to blame in this situation except for you. It's not... They didn't make you get behind the wheel of a car. They didn't make you grab a trash bag. They didn't make you do any of these things. So just accept your consequences, man, and move on. It's it's sad to see this. It and to be honest, it's, it, it's like kind a, of uh, it, it's it's annoying. It's like, no, nah, man, you you could have killed somebody. Yep. That's why you're gone. I've talked about how mad I am at him about that situation in particular. You could have. I mean, you didn't know where you were, brother. Swerving all over the road. You had a tire that was popped. You could have killed somebody easily. Quite frankly. And you're going to come back and try to sort of cast dispersions on others on the back end? Just goofy behavior and gross, greedy. I mean, I, I can't find enough bad words in the dictionary to describe how bad this behavior is from Bob Huggins. This will tarnish his legacy, no question about it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. To see how gro- I mean, it already has been tarnished in a lot of ways. But for him to, on the back end, sort of hold, uh, hold an institution that employed him even after the 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 f words dropped on Cincinnati radio. They tried to help you along the way. They tried to give you every chance. 
you've had a long, long career as a great college basketball coach, but all that could be in the back seat compared to the way you're going out. And that's a shame. That's an absolute shame. Now, we do have some summer league to discuss. Let's move off of the scandalous weekend that was and get into a little bit of Wimby. How did he fare over the weekend? I'll tell you on the other side, and I'll tell you what I thought about it on the other side as well. 92.9 FM ESPN. Guests appear on the Smile Center Hotline. Now back to the Gabe Kuhn Show, live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. They keep trying to tell me here. All you want to do is use me. That's right, it is the Gabe Kuhn Show live. From the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios. And Service Master by Cornerstone is your call when you have disasters at your home, at your office, residential properties. Make sure you call them. They're not only the largest franchise in a 600 mile radius, but they're the best at what they do. Um, they have been awarded Service Masters by F- uh, Franchise of the Year Award, meaning they're the number one Service Master Restore franchise in the good old US of A. And they take pride in what they do. That's what they do. They're passionate about everything. I mean, large, small, no matter the place, no matter the size. When you have water damage due to a busted water heater, a busted pipe, frozen pipes, uh, smoke damage from a fire, mold, just good old damage caused your home during a storm, call Service Master by Cornerstone. Again, no matter the place or size, they're here to help you with the damage. Tyler, the president and owner of Service Master by Cornerstone, and his team are the best at responding. They're here to help you at your moments like this. Their motto, because they respond so well, is we don't pray for disaster. We just pray we get called when there is one. So remember the name, locally owned, locally operated, Service Master by Cornerstone. The number, because they're so good at responding to your disasters, home, office, residential properties, that'd be 901-RESPOND. 901-R-E-S-P-O-N-D. Call 901-RESPOND for Service Master by Cornerstone. Now, we had a bunch of summer league uh, over the weekend, and really what our eyes were on mostly I'd have to say, would be uh, Victor Wimbanyama making his Summer League debut. Summer League debut was not great there, Connor Dunning. I have to say, he had five points for most of the game, had a couple of late buckets. He ended with nine points and eight rebounds, three assists, um, on two for 13 from the field, one for six from three. So after that, I think there was a lot of slander out there in the world for Victor Wimbanyama. Although, even in that first game, I'll talk about the second game he's been shut down. Uh, ultimately because of uh, what they saw in the second game, 27 points and and 12 rebounds. And I don't blame the Spurs for shutting him down. Just spent a lot of time uh, over in France in a finals run. He's played a lot of ball lately. He maybe needs to to relax for a minute. But between the Britney Spears incident and all the slander he got after his debut, I don't blame them for shutting him down one bit. Even in that opening game, maybe you didn't see the shots fall, but you did see the shot creation and also – the defensive abilities, and saying he had five blocks. And, and even more so than just sort of the post-defending, and I know that's going to be a struggle for him once he gets some of those uh, more experienced bigs that he's going to have to handle, seeing him switch and seeing his perimeter defense at seven foot four is insane. He gets, it's so hard to get it. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Shot up over him. And I think defensively, that was really fun to see from a guy like that who's been heralded a lot for his creation off the dribble, his guard skills at his size. You talk about his offense all the time, but defensively he could be an ace in this league. The way he moves on the court, you should just not be able to do that at his size. And like you said, the shots may not have been falling in game one, but you definitely saw why he is heralded as the prospect that he is. And then, of course, you know, when they start falling in game two, you're like, oh, okay, it all came together. But to your point, even though he wasn't effective on the offensive end necessarily in that game, he was extremely, 
extremely effective on the defensive end of the basketball. You're still a plus four ultimately oh. in the game. I know we're talking about summer league plus minuses, so like take that with a grain of salt. But you're still, he was providing winning basketball even when the shots weren't falling. Right. And that's something you have to watch with a guy like that. Does he does he facilitate winning basketball? I think it's an overwhelming yes. And then game two, we didn't get to see Scoot. So Scoot didn't get to play Man, for Scoot the Blazers. Scoot good in that first he game, did, though, didn't he? He looked oh, great. He's the a cre- unit. He's cre- a unit. And also the creation and the shooting was something to behold. If he can do that, my gosh, this, the, the ceiling for that guy is going to be insane. But there was no Scoot. Um I, the Blazers had Michael DeVoe though. <laughs> he, he he took it. He took his uh, his his full summer league game and people watching it because of Victor Wembanyama took advantage. Second year out of Georgia Tech, dropped twenty nine. Good yeah, for Michael. Yeah, I'm, I'm completely honest. I have no idea who that human Good, being is. Uh, neither did I, I until until I watched that game. Until yeah. I watched that game, but he he took that uh, that platform <laughs> and used the be- used it to the the if best. If you put of a lineup in front of me right now, I wouldn't be able to tell you who DeVoe is. Um. But 27 points, 12 rebounds, 9 for 14 shooting, added blocks. And just, again, the perimeter defense from uh, from uh, Victor Wimbanyama in Game 2, it just it jumps off the page, man. They may have lost. I don't really care in Summer League. Um, but there's a reason he got shut down after that game. We, we saw what he could do. And I, I can imagine a situation where maybe Game 1, Summer League debut, full crowd on a, on a Friday night could have maybe – Thrown him off his game a tad bit. It's nerve wracking. And then game two starts to settle down, and you saw the offensive bag just open up. I, there was times where I just wanted him to shoot more. Right. And some of his his teammates were taking shots away from him. Yeah. But Victor Wembanyama, man, like I, again, I think he needs you know the room to grow, the room to evolve as a player. I don't think we need to make these these painstaking, ridiculous conclusions about who he is as a player after one. Summer League game, which we did see after the first Summer League game. I have a bold take. I think that Victor Wimbanyama is going to be a very good basketball player. That's what That's I can super say. Bold, yeah. That's what I can say from these first two games. We've got to wait and see with these guys, all of these young guys. I think you know a lot of the top picks have shown signs of something potentially special. Brandon Miller, I still think, has looked pretty good in Summer League despite his fouls and all that stuff. He had a much better game uh, over the weekend. So I still think that this is a very talented class. And when you in a guy like Victor Wimanyama in his first game, like you said, there was a ton of drama going around him. Most heralded draft picks since LeBron, maybe Zion, but probably since LeBron. All of the eyes are on him, all of the pressures on him, and every single guy that he was playing against in that first game was like, go "I'm gonna, I'm going to give this Ty guy Jones the best I head. possibly have." Exactly. So. You know, the clip that's been going around is when he tried that little spin move and he just fell backwards. Looks rough. That, Looks rough out of context. And then his quotes also didn't help after the game where he said, you know, I just I didn't really know what I was doing out there. But then the second game came around and you saw all of it. You yes. were like, oh, well, that's the player that again, they Again, like going into the weekend, what was the one thing I said where it's fair to talk about this is his weight and right. uh, how he's going to be able to use it on an NBA floor. You saw him fall down a few, even in the second game when he had a great performance. He's fallen down. He's, sometimes the, the physicality can get to him a little bit. It's a different style overseas where he was playing. There's a little, I mean, more in finesse. Summer League... In summer league, there's a lot of guys fighting for roster spots. They're going to get physical with you. Yeah. And you saw him fall down a few times. I still think that's a fair criticism. I mean, just sort of looking at what we said on Friday coming into today, I think there was a, a nail hit on the head. Allow this guy to grow and evolve game to game. Don't base your whole thought process on him after his debut, which was not that great. Just let him grow, and uh, he still needs to gain weight. There's no question. No about doubt it. about it. And that's and that's why the biggest difference between him and a guy like LeBron when he was coming in is LeBron had the body that was ready for the NBA. He could take the hits. He could be physical. Wimby's got to get there. He's a he's got <laughs> what he's able to do right now with that huge frame is pretty ridiculous. Just add some weight on top of that, and it's going to get scary hours for the NBA. I'm excited to watch his career grow. I also think it's pretty funny that after that game, they were like, Pop, five years. <laughs> right. They were like, Pop, five years, $80, $80 million. Dollars. Good for Good Pop, man. Lord, man. Good for Pop. Is he going to make it five years? I don't know. Maybe. That's, the, that's my real question. He's in his 70s now. And, like, what if this – I mean, even with Victor, like, they still have an uphill battle to go be a competitive team in the West. I don't think they have like the best base of young talent. I mean, Victor Wembanyama goes a long way, but it was I, five years, eighty million dollars. Now he, he took over. He took over as the highest paid coach. He made that. He, he made should that be. very apparent. He should be. I mean, yeah. yeah. 
I mean, at this point in his career, though, outside of outside of what he was able to accomplish with Manu and Tony and Tim Duncan, like there hasn't been much. But that's once those guys left all on the same timeline, there was going to be a rebuilding process that was going to be really hard to go through in a small market like San Antonio. Right. But you have your you have your piece for the future, so we'll see what happens. But twenty million a year, or not not twenty million a year, I'm getting that but, DV but money. He's get he's getting a bunch of money. He's getting a bunch of money. What does that equal out to? I'm bad at math. What? He's getting eighty million. He's getting, but he's getting sixteen a year. Oh, I, mean, I thought he was getting twenty a year. I thought. No, it, what, five, what is it? It's five years. 80 oh, it's million. five. Okay, I thought yeah. it was four for some reason. Yeah. It's, it's so five. sixteen, okay. sixteen a year for Pop. I was told there'd be no math. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I say that every day, and there always is math. I don't really understand. Um, now, also on top of that, we had the Grizzlies go. They were one and zero in in in, uh, in summer league, and. Uh, it just it just so happens that uh, Kenneth Lofton Jr. just continues to light the world on fire offensively. Uh, he had 23 points, um, didn't rebound a crazy amount, but he ended up having four rebounds. Um, he, his offensive ability is crazy, Connor. I, I can't. Get He's it. got a bag. He's got a ridiculous bag. But I thought DeMichael Cole, uh, who we'll talk to a little bit later around around six o'clock, uh, live from Vegas. I thought he had a really interesting write up. He was talking to some people around the Grizzlies. Uh, uh, front office, just in general, around the Grizzlies, and they're asking about. He's basically asking about how does he fit in with this iteration of the Grizzlies, and it's everything outside of what he has displayed in summer league. We know he's got a bag. We know what he can create offensively, but it's going to come down to setting screens. It's going to come down to rebounding. It's going to come down to defensively. Can you switch? Can you be? Can you be hidden at times on the defensive end when you get into those switches? That's what's going to get him minutes with the big club, and that shouldn't be surprising to anyone. I know everyone can get mesmerized, almost blinded at times, by how fun he is as a player offensively, but there's other things. There's other things he has to work on from an IQ perspective, from a defensive perspective, that are going to actually make him a valuable player in the NBA that I don't think that are quite they're, – they're not there yet. They can get there, but they're not quite there yet. Fully agree. That's why on Friday we talked about the comparison of, of him and X right now, and – you know, if you could slam these two guys together, holy crap, that's a perfect ba- backup big that you want. You know, that's a guy that does all the dirty work but can also fill it up. You know, he can fill up the basket as well. I don't think Kenny Lofton is, you know, that far away from being able to do all of this stuff. He's just got to slowly show it. And he did in that game, you know, three yep. blocks, two steals. That's exact. That activity is exactly what we want to see out of Kenny Lofton Jr. I think that throughout this summer league, yeah, he's been filling it up, but there have been signs of him being able to do these little yep. things and the improvement there and the weight loss more, there. Like when, when he's really trying to go defend, there's a little bit right. too much fouling at times. Yeah, but he'll again, learn how like to do getting that. Yeah. better and better and better at those things are what ultimately Foot speed, gets, yeah. gets to – people talk about him playing meaningful minutes with the Grizzlies. Those are the things he has to do to get meaningful minutes with the Grizzlies over a guy like Xavier Tillman. Right. He's got to break through that front court rotation, and you can't do that until you start setting screens and doing all this the, – the, the 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 not so fun things to watch the things exactly. you won't be mesmerized exactly. by yeah you got to do the things that you don't want to do before you can do the things that you want to yes. you know what I mean and, and he's not he's the, the the thing that people also have to understand he's not like a he's not in a very influential position if you will I mean yeah he got the four year nine million dollar contract and they saw what they wanted to see out of him year one in the G League but he's not coming from this this spot where he was a top five, top ten pick. He's got to earn everything in this league. And that starts with everything outside of scoring. Right. And to your point, though, he's still on that contract. The Grizzlies still have time. You don't have to play him right now. You don't have to throw him in right now. Let the guy cook. Not offensively, but let him cook. Let him bake a little bit. Let him continue to improve his game. And one day he could be a valuable part to this rotation. And he's going to be on the roster going into next year. Yeah, and if he gets some spot minutes... I'm all for it. No problem with that at all. But he has to be effective in things other than putting the ball in the basket. You know, he just he just has to be. And we're not saying he has to be, you know, top level or anything like that or even plus. Just be serviceable in those things. I think that the screens are the big part of it because the Grizzlies offense runs a ton of screens. So if he can learn how to do that effectively, no problem at all with him getting minutes. It's just, you know. Right now, I think that we got to put into perspective what Kenny Lofton can do. I get it. When people see him bring the ball up the court and hit a three out of nowhere, you're like, oh, my God, this yeah, guy's incredible. Yeah, like the trail totally threes, everything's he's awesome. One it's of the fun most, to watch. He, he, fun levels, talking about Grizzlies, he's near the top of the list. But it's just it's got to make sense for him to be out there on the court, and I think he'll get there one day. I just don't know if we're quite there yet. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Now, Gigi Jackson's still fun, by the way. Love that guy. He's fun. He's fun. Big but fan. again, let him bake. Let him bake. Let him bake. In 19, by the time we get to this point next year, let him chill. Let him figure it out. Let him play some G League games. Let him get some run. He's going to fill it up in G League I am. Dude. I'm excited for it. I really do. I, I mean, they, again, we talked about this Friday. I, I think they really did get a first-round talent, yeah. a, a high-level first-round talent at, at 45 in the draft. But at 45 in the draft, I, I, I think there's two ways you go. You take the big swing like Gigi Jackson is, or you take a guy who has a high floor. They went with the, with the big swing because they have a bunch of guys that they're trying to develop right this second. I don't mind it at all. He's going to be on a two-way. They don't have to make any decisions now. Let it, let it be that way for a second. Again, 19, he's a damn high school senior. He's a baby. There. And he went three for six from three. It, like He is fun, though. He I really been, is very fun to his watch. His three-point shooting has been very encouraging. And, and the creation to get the three-point shots off has know been what very I, encouraging. You know what I do like, too? Is he's a young player, and he he has always come from a a preferential spot wherever he's gone. I mean, he was a number one recruit that reclassified. But I see the effort, like even on the defensive end, you see effort from him. Even if the IQ is not there, you just see him running around trying to make things happen, getting out in transition. If somebody gets a knock away, like he, he gives some effort on that end too. Just let him let him bake a little bit. Let him bake. Now we did finally. Uh, last thing before we bring on Jeff Calkins at about five. We did finally get the final details of the Dylan Brooks sign-in trade. They're finally official. And uh, I'm not going to go itemized because it's five teams, and I don't really want to do that. But the thing that, that, that just gets me about the entire deal, obviously the Grizzlies get Josh Christopher in return. I'll talk about that in a second. But Dylan Brooks goes to the Rockets. And I guess the Rockets got two second-round picks along with a player that they're probably not even going to roster. But the Rockets traded five second-round picks, K.J. Martin, Patty Mills, Usman Garuba, Josh Christopher, and Ty Ty Washington just for the chance to sign Dylan Brooks to a four-year, $86 million deal. Merciful heavens. That's a lot to give up for Dylan Brooks just to sign him for a massive contract that I would I would absolutely call an overpay at the moment. Good good job for Dylan Brooks he getting got his that bag. bag baby. You got, and, it, and it has escalators to get to $90 million. But again... <laughs> Five second-round picks, K.J. Martin, Patty Mills, Usman Garuba, Josh Christopher, and Ty Ty Washington. Dylan Brooks making $90 million is insane. Good for him, though, man. Good for him. I guess the Rockets are in the spot where they don't want any more developmental pieces and they're just going to throw out <laughs> the like, ones they don't it. want. They, but... they, have a, they have a cap floor that they have to hit. They're like, whatever. We're going <laughs> to give Fred Van Fleet this amount. We're going to give Dylan that amount. It's going to be chaos next season. I, I can't wait to I, see I, it. I, it does bring me back to the Grizzlies overpaid for Marcus Smart conversation. <laughs> Oh, yeah. For what real. do you think about the Rockets going to get DB? Was that an overpay? Not just the contract, but what they gave away to pay that contract. Uh, Dylan Brooks now, four years, $86 million. Marcus Smart, four years, $76.5 million. That looks pretty damn friendly compared to what, what Dylan Brooks is making. I am Good very God. I am very happy as a Grizzlies fan, but I am also very happy as a Dylan Brooks uh, supporter. Yes. Go get that bag, young man. It was really cool to see him with the yeah, team no, this weekend. That was you, really cool. You'd almost think he's still part of the Grizzlies. Yeah. The way he was sort of fraternizing with everybody. Yeah, it was really hugging cool to climate, see. Hugging climate, hugging Taylor Jenkins. And that also goes back to the point, like, we talked about with the Shams report, you know, maybe there was some friction between Kleiman and Taylor Jenkins and Dylan Brooks. It ain't there. It worked out for everybody. It ain't there. Shams put out that that uh, he's not returning to the Grizzlies by any circum- or under any circumstances. From some, that was from somebody else. <laughs> I think everybody's saying. understanding. If, if, if it was going to be nearly $90 million for Dylan, yeah, no way. <laughs> <laughs> no chance. <laughs> you can't pay that. Now the Grizzlies, Josh Christopher in return, 22. We've been knowing this for a while, but it's officially official. 6'5", 215 pounds. I think 20 to 25 points somewhere there in there in the G League when he's playing with the Rockets G League affiliate. He's a scoring guard. Still has some work to do on the defensive end. I, I don't, and we'll ask... Uh, Michael about this at six. I don't know if they're going to roster him, but I think that, I mean, from a return standpoint for a guy that you didn't even really, you weren't planning on bringing back, why not, I guess? Young guy with a little bit of upside. But I I think this is going to, this is not, this is not open and shut that they're just going to cut him or wave him. I don't think it's open and shut. I think that, I think there'll be some discussions behind closed doors and, and I don't know what the thought process is now. But Josh Christopher, I guess, could be a, a high swing upside guy if you try sure. to roster him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you never know. It's you know they can keep 
they can keep up to 20 guys for a little bit before they head into training but camp. But then you'd have no... to wave somebody, and who yeah. do you wave? I mean, that's, if, that's the real conversation. Would it be, John, I mean, John Conchar me, with the, the, the dead money? I don't think you'd do that. If you met me, made me bet, Todd and Christopher getting waived. Like, if, if I had to, like, Todd put money for sure. on it. Todd yeah. for sure. Isaiah for Todd sure. for sure. But I don't think Josh Christopher is just open and shut as Isaiah Todd. Maybe not. They might see if a team out there is curious for like a pick or something, you never know. It's, I don't. I don't know what the plan is. I just don't think he's going to be part of the rotation. No, hell no. Right. I'm not saying that. But like, 22 years old, little bit of upside scoring. You never know. You never know. I mean, I would bet on him not being on this roster, and I'd, I'd bet on him being waived. But I, I just mean, don't know what he. Would he's do. a little. He's a. He's he's a lot more intriguing than Isaiah Todd. Certainly. Yes. Yeah. He, he's more intriguing than the guy that's played 10 games over the last two seasons. Yes. Yeah, so so we'll see what happens with that. Now, uh, Jeff Calkins is going to make his triumphant return on the other side. We'll ask him about what he's been up to since he's been away from the air. Uh, then we'll get to uh, some Grizzlies, some Tigers, the whole nine yards. That'll be on the other side, 92.9 FM ESPN. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.